0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by making Frank feel uncomfortable with the fact that he's handsome. What are you, so gorgeous? You got a beard? And I'm not moves.
1: uncomfortable. I like this. You're like six <laughs>
0: foot five, bitch. <laughs> You and for it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that's thinking about restoring that bunker out back. Mm-hmm. I'm Zach. I'm Frank, and today we are here to talk about Take Shelter. It was cool. It was all right. I, you know what, man, it was I, all right. I, I
1: wanted to like it a little bit more. I than definitely I definitely was hoping for some more, and, and I thought that this movie came out much more recently than it actually did because i recently saw a trailer for it yeah and i was like did you watch oh, the that? trailer seems cool no oh. well i mean i did like mm. whatever that was like a few months back yeah and again i was like all right cool a new michael shannon movie and it looked decent enough mm. and then i was like all right this is not exactly what i thought it was i have but like,
0: anyway i have like one problem with yeah it. but well, anyways, i have a few but
1: uh let's uh go down
0: that runway yeah all right, guys, so Take Shelter came out in 2011, directed by Jeff Nichols. You have Michael Shannon, who plays Curtis. You have Jessica Chastain, who plays Samantha, his wife. And then there's really not anybody else, to be honest with you. Well, there's the tornado. Yes, I mean. Who is we could, John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> the birds are actually Jack Nicholson. <laughs> um, you have Shay. Wiggum, who plays Dewart, which is his friend Duart. which is such a weird the, I mean I imagine name. I imagine he goes by Dewey a lot maybe And then remember,
1: remember scary movie whatever it is like 4 with Dewey and oh, he's he, like the uh, there's like a scene where he's he, he's got like a like a mental problem of some kind and there's like a scene where his sister like goes up to his room and, and, she, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he's got like the vacuum plugged oh, yeah. into his dick, and yeah. he's like, he's like
0: <laughs> "I try to forget a lot of the scary movies because I know the first one is literally just Scream, yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. Second one's still the best because it's the Strong Hand, yeah, right, right. That's that's the fun one. But um, the only other person really is Tova Stewart who plays Hannah, their daughter,
1: yeah, and that's really it. Mm-hmm. And the movie is about a man who, I guess you would say, is being shown visions of an impending storm coming, an apocalypse of some kind. Yeah. Uh, and he has a storm shelter in his yard that goes underground, and he's kind of wondering... Well, he, he makes a decision to kind of revamp it, mm-hmm. and uh, because he's just not sure if what he's seeing... Is true if these visions are an actual, like, is he, like, a prophet of some kind? And is he, like, getting these visions to protect his family?
0: Because I was thinking it was kind of going to end up being, like, a a Noah's Ark-type situation. right
1: Or is he going crazy? And is he just kind of going insane because his his family has a series of mental illnesses yeah his uh, mother
0: suffered from like paranoid su- schizophrenia yeah so
1: she so he's not sure and, and it was kind of like she was diagnosed at basically like the same age that he is diagnosed mm-hmm. or he is like now getting these visions anyway so uh and that's what the film's about i think this movie's like 20 to 30 to 40 minutes too long
0: <laughs> a little bit so i mean from from the good things that I loved about this is how well in depth they went with the mental illness aspect of Curtis, Yeah, where for a very long time in this film, you are kind of left to believe that he's just going insane, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. from his hereditary problems. Right. And that's where I thought this movie was going to lead off, where... It's just focusing on like him thinking that the storm is happening and you have some great shots in this film like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny anything. This movie is beautifully shot with how the storm looks and like the beginning shot with like the birds just kind of like forming and mm-hmm. nobody else is seeing it like Dewar isn't even paying attention to it yeah And then you have that really nice scene too where it's like they're working on the construction site and he hears the thunder. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Did you hear that?" And Dewar's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Yeah, yeah. And that's where like I think like this movie really pays off, in the sense that it's focusing on what Curtis is dealing with.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I kind of felt like I wanted a little bit more of it, actually. I, yeah. For me, like personally, I was kind of like again. I think that I don't think this movie's paced very well. I think think it is. I don't. I found myself like I found like the like the middle Mm -hmm. part of the like movie just kind of boring, honestly. Yeah, but then he gets like the sleeping pills, and then he has like the seizure. And yeah, but again, like I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that kind of don't really pay off. Like in my opinion, I don't feel like the ending was like gratifying at all. No,
0: so I hate the ending
1: Um, so much. I hate like both of the endings. I guess is what I would say because like Mm. the storm when the storm actually comes
0: it's nothing it, 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 well it was not even that it was
1: nothing it was like oh it really it, it really was a storm
0: yeah
1: all right so here we are and 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 then like they're just under the like this movie felt like it was kind of trying to go in like a couple different directions because mm-hmm. there's like the whole aspect of so he's like building up this building up this little bunker and he's trying to get his family to like kind of get on his side with it and have them understand like why and what he's doing mm-hmm. and and it doesn't really... They just aren't really comprehending it. So, you get, like, this weird kind of, like... Okay, the storm comes. Then they're down in the bunker. Yeah. And then there's almost, like, this... Similar to, like, 10 Cloverfield Lane, where hmm. it's, like, almost where, like, he won't let them out. Yeah. And and it's like, okay, that could have been a cool concept but then that kind of ends very abruptly where she's like you you have to open the door i can't do this because it turned into like a whole thing where it was like oh this is for your mental state kind of and i was like all right well that and then he comes out and there's like a couple branches on the ground and yeah. there's like some dudes there's like some like whatever like some cable guys like fixing like the, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. the yeah you know what i mean And you're like
0: wow you kind of fucked up here a little yeah bit. it was like all
1: right it wasn't really that cool and then and then it comes to and then you get the end end where it's like the daughter sees the storm yeah and then the wife at, like, sees like the Beach. storm and then he sees the storm and then everyone's just kind of like nodding at each other like all right like yeah we yeah, were so on. Like, so, like, so like you were right i think there is like a a thing that we can like dive deeper into because I do feel like this movie is like kind of metaphorical of like that storm and whatnot. And we can Mm -hmm. dive deeper into that a little bit later, but I don't know. Like I just felt like it didn't really pay off. And like the visions, like I was actually surprisingly, I, I really don't like movies where there's, things are happening and then and then the character wakes up and is all a dream Mm -hmm. and then it's like all right well that was kind of stupid all right and then and then like it happens again and again In this movie it happens like four times or three or four times where he like has he's having like these really horrific nightmares Mm -hmm. and they're really crazy and like really interesting and that those are that's like the part of the film that like i was actually really interested in like when um when his daughter gets like taken from him and when the dog attacks him, oh, yeah, yeah. and when when like the weird like f- like all the furniture like rises in the yeah. thing, and like it's like okay, this is all really really cool stuff, but it kind of just leads to nothing. Like there's there's kind of just nothing there. You yeah. know what
0: I mean? Because you also have like the shots where it's like Hannah, the daughter, is like looking out the window while it's raining outside, and like Curtis sees a man just standing there. Yeah, and but it's that was like, a dream. Yeah, and it's like what what kind of metaphor is the man portraying? Right. Unless God, well, right. That, is I mean, th-
1: well, that's the thing. Is like that's kind of like where I was kind of feeling where this movie was, mm-hmm. ch- at least, tiptoeing around was like, is God sending this man visions? Yeah. to prepare his family, and it's, is it is you know, and then he then has to on Earth kind of decipher: is he going to believe what these visions are saying, or is he just going crazy? But again, I just feel like it didn't pay off like that. And I feel like you kind of really have to like dig for yeah. like those metaphors to come up. Because there, I, nothing that I saw anyway was very like, oh, this is biblical. Like yeah. this is like a biblical reference. So I don't know. I don't know if the director, the writer director was saying like, okay, I'm going to kind of sprinkle that in. And I don't want it to be like super heavy handed. And it's kind of like. Do we, you know, people who are like are really analyzing the movie? Like, are they, like, they are going to pull that out of it, or are we just pulling that out of our asses? And and it's really just a guy suffering from mental illness.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's why too. Like, the ending itself really dampers most of the movie because the fact that like the storm is actually real.
1: But is it because that's the thing? Because I I don't know.
0: I well I think it is because at that point Hannah sees it and Sam sees it. Yeah. And the one thing that I did like about the ending was that really awesome shot of Samantha like opening up the window when they're at Myrtle Beach on their vacation, and you can see the tornado like touching down in the water through the, the reflection window. of the yeah. of the sliding glass door. I thought door. that was really cool. Yeah. But at the same time too. It dampers the entire idea that like he's having like schizophrenia, and is it the storm or is it just like his mental illness? Right. And that's so where my, like
1: my thing is like where I'm not a hundred percent sure on if the storm is real because mm-hmm. obviously yeah you're right the daughter sees it and and his wife sees it and he sees it but. Again, I don't know if it's more of like a metaphorical thing where it's like the storm is coming and they all see it. And what that really is representing is like the wife is realizing that her husband really does have something wrong. Mm-hmm. And now they're all kind of like on the same page. I get what you're you know saying. what I mean, yeah. where it's like, OK, like. He sees it, she sees it, they're all kind of, like, aware, and now that's something that they're going to have to deal with as a family, opposed yeah. to an actual, real storm.
0: Yeah, because, like, right before that scene is when they're at the psychiatrist, right. and, like, he's explaining, like, this is what you need to take, and this is what, like, yeah. you know, you should really do. yeah. So, I think, yeah, I, I in a sense, I get what you mean, where it is kind of like the ending is more of the metaphor of it.
1: But I don't know. Again, I, I really could be completely <sighs> wrong, because, again the movie doesn't give you enough to really like like solid concrete say he's making biblical references this is a metaphor this is like it's kind of like i don't know it's just that's just who i am like i'm always searching for like a deeper meaning in things yeah but clearly you see something similar to like that so i think
0: like this movie would have greatly excelled too with an ambiguous ending where it's like had they done it when they're in the bunker and when Curtis actually like opens up the door and it's just bright light i think if they ended it there yeah it would right have left, that like, could that could have been like mouth.
1: a cool ending because i don't know i i almost feel like it would have been nice if if we were in his shoes the entirety of the film mm-hmm. and his and his mental state which for the most part you are yeah but like when you're in that bunker at the end and he's like he's like, I can hear the rain. I can hear the thunder. Don't you hear it? And they're like, no, we don't hear anything. And you don't hear anything either. Right. Cause mm-hmm. there's nothing, but like for the, I feel like it would have been kind of like a really interesting idea where we are as the audience hearing the thunder rumbling and the rain. And he's like, he's like, you, you guys hear that. Right. And then they're like, we don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And then you're right. And then he opens it and then it kind of just like cuts.
0: Yeah, kind of like before when they're on the construction site. and yeah. like he's hearing the thunder. Right, so and like we're isn't.
1: hearing it, so we we, we know that, that that there is like a storm out there. But then they're saying no, there's not. So mm-hmm. then like that's where like the movie I think does really it does excel because again there's not all it's not all bad. Like this movie isn't all bad. I, I for them I would say I for the most part enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I think Michael Shannon portraying a man like going through like a mental illness was really really great. I think Jessica Chastain, J- man. Jessica Chastain She's- as Samantha's good. I think that this movie, you know, like similar to like what we said about like horror films where it's like great horror films, specifically like the ones that you and I really love, i.e. Hereditary, The Witch. They focus on... The family mm-hmm. aspect of it, and like the deterioration of the family, and like what's going on, like you know what I mean. And this movie does that too, where it's like there's a lot of time with their with their marriage, and there's a lot of time with with their relationship with one another and their daughter, mm-hmm. and how they because their daughter is deaf, so it's yeah. like them like them teaching her a lot, and you you do spend a lot of time with that. But I just don't know if it was balanced great. Yeah, because I'm, again, I really found myself like kind of bored in the in the middle of the movie and i was just like okay i kind of want something else to happen here like i need something you know yeah and, I, and that's where like the visions and the stuff there there was that but i don't know i kind of wish there was just more of it you know I, I really wish that there like there was like a full-blown like psychotic breakdown and you don't really get that like there's a little bit of one mm. where at when he's like at like that little gathering yeah, of the like town the whatever that is um, that was when like we got full
0: blown Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah. Like, I do like how throughout the film you are getting that buildup of Michael Shannon angry. Yeah, like you get in most of his films. Yeah, yeah. And like finally that's the payoff. And man, he just fucking kicked out Duart's knee. Yeah, like, like super. Like <laughs> he he dropped immediately. Yeah, but I do see what you mean because like I do I did enjoy a lot of the situations where it's focusing on you know he borrowed. Uh, Construction equipment To build the bunker And like He got Dewart Like kicked off his team And then You know His boss comes by And sees it And fires him Mm -hmm. And now there's This whole thing Of like Well he's only got Two weeks left Of health insurance But Hannah's Surgery is in Six weeks So it's like If they played a little bit more on the fact of like what the family is gonna do money wise, yeah, because and maybe they they don't really give
1: you that. They're kind of she's just kind of like, I still love you. We'll figure it out. Yeah, all right. And I think like if
0: (laughs) if Samantha had like some things too, where it's like she's breaking down and like she's trying to find a job to like support them too. Yeah, then it had like some more weight to it. But I see what you mean because like I do I do wish there was like a little bit more in the side of. The family breaking down. Yeah,
1: my, you know, I really, really, really would have liked the visions and the and the heart and the dreams and the nightmares and all that mm-hmm. for for them to not have that cutaway to where he like wakes up in bed. So so you erase the aspect of knowing that that was a dream. Yeah, and then you're just fully in his mind, and you don't know what the hell is real and what the hell isn't real. Mm-hmm. And I think that would have been a more compelling way. Because, again, for me, that was, like, the best aspects of the movie were yeah. those nightmares and were those, like, really, really interesting, crazy, uh, horrific visions that he's having. Mm-hmm. And to then have him just wake up in the bed and then just realize it's a nightmare, it kind of just takes it away. And I'm just like, ah, like, you know, there's a movie, I can't I can not remember the, I think it's called Frailty.
0: The Divide? Yeah, I've heard no, of
1: it. No. <laughs> it's a movie called Frailty, I believe. And it's kind of interesting where it's, like, a father and his family, mm-hmm. and the father believes that God is talking to him and telling him to kill demons. Ooh. Okay? So then his, he's then, like, kind of having his sons do it with him. So the father is seeing, like, these people as demons. So he'll, like, grab, like, there's a scene where he, like, he, he kidnaps, like, a nurse, and he, and he drags her, like, into the shed. Mm-hmm. And the kids are seeing a nurse, mm-hmm. a woman. She's begging for help. But the father is like, that is a demon disguised as a, as a nurse, as a person. We need to kill her. And then you have, like, this – an interesting dynamic where it's like, okay – one of the sons is like completely with the father and the other son is like kind of questioning the dad and he's not really like, he doesn't know if his dad is really crazy or what's going on. But you have like all of these visions, like there's a beautiful scene in that movie where he's driving, he's just like driving down the highway and and he's in, he like passes like an old farm Mm -hmm. and you see like this beam of light coming out of the sky and he like, no, and he sees it and he pulls over and he goes into that barn and there's just like an ax inside of like a piece of, like a stump. And it's like shining down as like that is like the weapon in which God is giving him to go and kill mm-hmm. these demonic entities that are walking earth. Why haven't we done right? this movie? It's really cool. It's actually a really cool movie. And um, I think that you actually really would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But that movie does it where it's like you don't know. Art, like He's just having these visions. You know what I mean? And it, it, there's never like a scene where it's like, oh, he wakes up and, and now it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that was all fake and whatever. Like, you don't know, like, what you're just what's watching. Real and what's a, not. Yeah, you're watching a man's mental state deteriorate. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think that this movie really, really would have been uh, kind of just like, I think it really would have kind of excelled a, a little bit more for me because, again, I don't love when movies do like, oh, it's a nightmare, and then it's like, all right, well, then that was just nothing at the end of the day. That's really what that was, because yeah. even like when he is having these mental breakdowns, at the end of the day, most of them are just nightmares.
0: Yeah. I so mean, it's like
1: he's just having bad dreams. They're not even. It's not even like it, there, there's there's like two occasions where like like you said where it's like he's actually awake in the world and something is happening in his head that nobody else is seeing. Mm-hmm. I e the 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 thunder and then like the birds and stuff like that but everything else is just like nightmares
0: yeah but then you also have like with when he has the dream where the dog bites him and then the next day like he's like checking his arm and like he's saying in the doctor's office yeah his arm hurt like the entire day yeah so i mean there is like some physical aspect to the dreams yeah but i mean the other thing too is like what what the fuck is up with the the orange rain in the beginning and the end i don't know what that was honestly it's just
1: it's just orange rain orange juice (laughs) (laughs) yeah they couldn't find water i really i I don't know i i I was really trying to like think about like what that meant and what that could have been and i i I don't know if if it was like a biblical thing that i'm just not fully aware of yeah i mean you you would probably know better than me because why? Because you am kind of religious. No, because you went to you went to Catholic school. <laughs> you for went to a year. Catholic
0: school too. No. Yes, you did. No. Oh, I thought we had a whole conversation about like Catholic school. I
1: went. I went to CCD until like I was like I don't know seven. And oh, then okay. I was like, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, take me out. Uh, yeah. Uh, you went to like full blown for five years. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, that's why like I was trying to like figure it out because I was like I was waiting for like a dove. I was waiting for like any kind of sign. And there really wasn't
1: really wasn't, so I, again, I don't know if it was a biblical thing or if, yeah. it, if if there wasn't, that's just like the only thing that I could possibly attribute to yeah. what any type of metaphor that there might be in this film
0: I know i I just when it went through a mental illness situation and it focused on that, I think that's where yeah that like would be the really downfall thrived. of the family and all yeah. that
1: like I think that for the bit that you do get, which you get a decent amount of it. Mm-hmm. That is interesting, yeah. But I don't know the mental aspect of it, and and the actual the actual like schizophrenia part. I really really wanted a lot more of it, and I really really wanted a, I guess like more confusion and like as an audience member being like I don't know what the fuck is real. I don't know what the hell like you know what's real, what's not real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, I just didn't get it. So I was like, eh. So yeah. then again, like when you when you when you get to the end, or like that when when the when the actual real storm comes and they do shelter themselves. It's just kind of like, all right,
0: yeah. It's kind of <laughs> just like a, a missed opportunity, really. Yeah, for me, because w- like w- when
1: when they ran down to the shelter, I was just like, oh, okay, so it, it's it's an actual storm. It's not he he isn't it isn't a mental thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's, yeah. there's that. I mean, if anybody <laughs> if anybody can figure it out
0: and like let us know if there is actually something biblical about it, please let us know like through Instagram or Facebook on our pages. Yeah. But I mean, if if it's not. And it's just about mental illness. Kudos for that. But I think, like, actually showing that, like, there is a real storm is yeah. where the movie faulted
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Overall, I liked it, though. I, I wish we would have gotten more of Michael Shannon yelling and going crazy. Yeah, man. I
1: really, really wanted him. I re- like, again, similar I, to, like, that fight scene that he mm-hmm. has. Like, that's that was, like, uh, he, he got some of it out. But, like, I really wanted, like, like I, like I said to you over the phone, I was like, I really want full-blown, like, Nicolas Cage, like, anger. Mm-hmm. I just want, like... I wanted Michael Shannon to just fucking flip his lid. I know because I just I love, doesn't really, really get it.
0: I love Michael Shannon like when he goes crazy and like starts yelling. Yeah. I think he he excels at that point. Yeah,
1: yep. Um, I don't know. Overall, seven out of ten. Eh, like a six for me. Fuck
0: you. Seven out of ten. I, I like, I, I, <laughs> seven I, and a half.
1: I liked it. I, I didn't love it. Um, I I just wanted a little bit more out of it, but yeah. not a bad movie by any means. Just, no. uh I think some missed opportunities.
0: Absolutely. Um, real quick, too, I want to I wanna just... Before we get into the recommendation, um, there is something that I found hilarious that I wanted to tell you about. Okay. Which is my brother and his fiancé came up with this where, jokingly, they're going to make their own podcast called Start the Movie. And what it is is they pick a movie that they haven't seen and they discuss what they think it's going to be. <laughs> And then afterwards, they watched the movie. Oh, okay. So it was like, for Hell or High Water, they made up like this whole thing where it's like, well, I think like they, they have to go to hell to find water to bring it back. So in that way, their country can survive in the East. <laughs> and that's the movie. And Jeff Bridges is God. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Bridges I'll, is always God. Yeah. Really. And then they're like, all right, now start the movie. And yeah. I was like, fuck you. Good idea. That's pretty good. It. It's pretty good. It's we're going to start that. All right. Um, so, recommendation. Yeah. So, uh, another band, because I love music. Music.
1: I, that's going to be my recommendation for our next...
0: Well, that's your turn. My turn now, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, gorillas.
1: Oh, the, the group. group. Yeah. I, just, I thought you were just saying gorillas. <laughs> no, just, just regular... I found these gorillas like, banging on some rocks, and they're really good. Giant apes. I love them.
0: They're great. They make music now. <laughs> no, uh, gorillas, the band. Um, probably... One of the, if not only, animated bands that is worldwide recognizable. Mm-hmm. Um, created by Damon Albarn. It was originally his side project from Blur. Yeah. And it ended up taking off way better than Blur. Yeah. Not to say anything bad about Blur, because I do like their stuff. Mm-hmm. But Gorillaz is really where he found his his stride. And I think the combination of creating the four animated characters of 2D, Noodle, Russell, and Murdoch, and then kind of progressing them, each album, between like their debut album, Demon Days, Plastic Beach, The Now Now, um, another one that I don't want to talk about, yeah. Humans. I, don't, I didn't like that album at all, but it was a smart idea for coming back from a hiatus. Uh-huh. But the way that he collaborates with other artists And creates like this really cool style of like hip hop, but jazz, but also fusion. And it's really hard to like explain what genre it fits into because it's kind of its own thing. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a huge fan of gorillas. I have a tattoo of gorillas of the the floating windmill. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I, I think like every time that they come out with something new, I'm always, like, the first one to, like, jump on and see what's going on, and there really hasn't been a lot of bands in my life where, like, I've been consistently hooked on, like, everything that they've done.
1: Yeah, I I honestly never, like, really sat down and ever listened to, like, an album, to be honest. I know, like, Feel Good, Inc., and that's it. <laughs> I, everybody knows Feel Good, Inc.
0: and Clint Eastwood. That's, like, the two I songs. I don't even know Clint Eastwood, oh. but
1: I don't know. I just never have really gotten into it, but... uh if you're telling me that it's like a jazz fusion, then that's, that sounds like something up my alley. There, there are
0: definitely a few. Um, I'll, I'll show you like a couple of them after this. Okay. Uh, a lot of stuff
1: from Plastic Beach you would like. All right. Cool. Um, all right. Awesome. Thanks, Zach. Frank, what are we doing next? Uh, we are going to be doing... De-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tell me Let me, me right know. Now. I need to
1: know now. Uh, we are going to be doing Yorgos Lanthimos' debut American film. Ooh. The lobster. Yes! (laughs) I love the lobster so much. Uh, So look forward to that. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank
0: you for listening. Now, Frank, there's a storm coming.